Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You ready? All right. Let's do this. Are you ready? I'm ready. Everyone's ready. I'm so ready. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Happy Tuesday, everyone. It is indeed Tuesday, and that can only mean two things. We have an episode of The Bachelor to recap. And the lovely Emma Gray is now a published author. Thanks, Claire. Uh, My book, A Girl's Guide to Joining the Resistance, hits bookshelves today. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, at the, if you're in New York, indie bookstores like Word and The Strand and Books Are Magic all have it. So it would mean the world to me if you would go out and buy it and give it a review and rating on Amazon. Thank you guys for all of your support and um, all of your Insta comments have been making me very, very happy. And thank you, Claire, for the donuts you brought me today. Like, I, I couldn't be happier right now. I mean, I really yeah. love donuts, which means that probably <laughs> everyone does. And, like, honestly, if you are someone you love, even doesn't have to be a girl, uh, anyone wants to get involved politically, wants to do more, wants to hear tips from amazing activists, this is the perfect book. Get out there and and read it and share. Um and enjoy. But of course, enough self-promotion. This podcast is still about The Bachelor. And last night was fantasy sweet. (laughs) We're joined by the wonderful Vela Lavelle, who you may know from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, one of the greatest shows on TV. Of all time. Of all time. (laughs) Definitely of all time. I mean, it is a musical television show. It's like all of my favorite things. And it's feminist. Like, there's nothing better. True. Uh, True. And she also was in The Big Sick. Mm -hmm. Another really fantastic not TV show, but mm-hmm. movie, and you should all check it out. Two of the greatest pieces of pieces art of all time. time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thanks for being here, Bella. I am. Thank you guys for having me. I, I begged to come back. <laughs> so let's get started. We are in Peru, which, as Ari points out, has lots of culture. It has Machu Picchu, and it has landscapes. I love when they prep him with all the fun facts. It's so great. Yeah, he's like, there are general landscapes. (laughs) And also, now that we've seen those bloopers where he's like, I'm like, how many takes did it take for him to deliver these facts? Oh, my. These very general (laughs) facts from Wikipedia. 
That was the best take out of the 72. You did, in fact, manage to mention Machu Picchu without going. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, when did the bloopers happen? Women tell Women tell all. See, I meant. Oh, There's like ten, go 10 minutes straight if, of him trying to say lines. And then only for the needle dick. You got to check know. it out. I know. I really missed out. Um, so Kendall has the first date. And I really thought this date looked fun. They meet on yes. these dunes. I thought They're all going the dates looked really <laughs> fun. Partying. I don't understand how yeah. Ari, who is like the most boring bachelor, gets all the best trips. Like well, he got to go to what Paris. They need to do to make his like, yeah, like Kate, Caitlin was able to be in Ireland for, for ten, 10 months. Weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and it didn't matter because she's so entertaining, she's so fun. Yeah, I was like, he gets to go to Paris and Tuscany and Peru. Like, how is that fair? Yeah. Also, the Bachelor usually gets better trips than the Bachelorette. I feel. Like, I mean, they really blow it out for them. Something's up. Whatever. But um, <laughs> this date looked really fun. I'm not much of like a, a sportsy person, but I would really like to sandboard. I thought that yeah. looked really fun. It looked so fun. Awesome. Although I was like worried about the car because it was like stuck on a hill they were at like, a certain point. They got the doom buggy stuck on its <laughs> chassis, I guess, but guys, on, the, on a peak Ari of sand. And they say, were like, okay, abandon ship. Let's now just it's leave time it here. Doom sandboard <laughs> is like a relationship. Oh my God. Oh, is it? How? It has its ups and downs mm. sometimes, sometimes it gets, it gets stuck. stuck but you, and you have you to abandon persevere. it yeah <laughs> yeah and sometimes you have to just jump out honestly that is a great metaphor for his relationship with kendall exactly yeah, it is oh my gosh maybe it was like subliminal it was so yeah. obvious the entire episode that he, he was gonna was yeah. gonna eliminate i mean we knew, we knew. before we, knew. we started but they had this great date and then and then he said he was falling just, in love with her didn't he Sorry, he's not ahead. in love he with did. her. He oh, right. And there's a difference. For her. Also, what is the bachelor vocabulary with falling in love? Because I'm like so confused. Well, because there's, I'm <laughs> starting to fall for you. I'm, I'm falling fall. for you. I'm falling in love with you. Yeah. I'm in love I'm with in, you. Yeah. And then I love you. Yeah. I love you so much. There's also, I, I feel like, just general, I'm falling, which I was like, yeah. just like I'm falling. Yes, I'm falling. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's when you ask Down like a teenager dune. what they mean by like, we're hanging out. And then they're like, well, okay. So there's like, we're talking. Right. And that means like, we're sort of involved, but like, not really. And right. then we're hanging out means like, we're kind of dating regularly, right. but like, not exclusive. <laughs> and you're like, what are you talking it's about? These barely nuanced. sound like things are at these all. words yeah yeah that's how i felt about all of ari's like but de- then declarations of love usually they use that stuff because you can't really say, say i'm it. in love and he didn't even seem to care no. but i think it's because his vocabulary is so limited he's like <laughs> let's just how many different ways can i mess this up he not very many just like one or two, <laughs> one or two. um so <laughs> I did sort. I did really feel the chemistry between him and Kendall. Mm-hmm. He now is left with these three women at this point that I actually believe he's into them. He's yes. really touchy yeah. with them. He uh, keeps like grabbing Kendall when they're right. hanging out, and it looked like really like a great date. Like if they if there weren't any other people, I would be like, this is going good this for them. This is good, yeah. But he's never given Kendall a one-on-one date. All of her one-on-one Wait, he dates hadn't? came after, like at the point where they all get a one-on-one date. So her first one-on-one oh. date was the hometown date. 
That was her first date was like meet my parents. Well, she's had uh, a t- she was on a two on one date. Oh, that's but that right. is like the kiss of death. <gasps> oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So how? Yeah. I mean, she could never. Yeah. Catch up. No. I mean, and it's it seems that's like she sad. was especially conscious of that um, because she talks about how she's been sort of a like tokenized by guys in the past. Like this is a quirky girl I'm gonna date. Yeah. Well, and she likes to stuff dead rats. It made me me really sad because in that moment, it was so clear that that's sort of what she is to Ari. Yeah, exactly. And especially it's very telling that he's never given her the one-on-one date, even though he clearly loves spending time with her, is there's this element of I want to keep someone interesting and fun and different through to the end. But clearly, I don't really see it going anywhere. And part of that is just the setup of the show. You have Mm -hmm. to keep... A people that around. you know you're not going to end up with. It's yeah. the yeah. name of the game, but, but it sucks for her. But she said that to Ari. She was like, I'm I'm afraid that I'm just the token, like, weird girl. Right. And he yeah. was like, okay. Yeah. And he was like, okay, so we need to talk about that conversation. They, yeah. So they they go to the night date. Um, they're just sort of hanging out on a couch by a pool. Eating some, like, dumplings. As they do in Peru. Mm-hmm. I really um, <laughs> don't know. But... Uh, Kendall is really in her head throughout the date about how she knows the other women are ready to get engaged and she's not and she really wants to get to that place. So they're sort of talking about whether their relationship is really ready for that. And she Mm -hmm. brings up that she wants to see if Ari can see past her quirkiness and the taxidermy or if she's just like a little fun experience for him. And he says basically – I real that all that stuff is why I like you. Yeah, and I was like, that's exactly what she just said she I was afraid of. Yeah, he's like that. All that stuff is totally fine. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. he's like, okay. I, I'm fine with the taxidermy. That's what he yeah. said. I'm fine. I'm fine with it now, which is what every girl wants to hear. Right. It's like the worst combination where he's like, what I like about you is in fact your weirdness. Yeah. But also, I I don't like it that much. Yeah. I'll tolerate it. <laughs> I'll tolerate It'll be it. fine. You'll have a taxidermy room in our house in Scotland. And yet that's the only thing I know about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe that Ari, as you said, Claire, is into Kendall. It's just not it's not a super deep into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He really enjoys her. I think he does have respect for her. I think he thinks she's very interesting. But I still think he views her as a novelty a bit. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. she's not the person that he would marry. I mean, in theory, this yeah. is like his last chance to have an experience dating someone that will be different from his spouse. Yeah. So might as well hang out with someone doing taxidermy. I think I also, guess. I think Ari's secret. Could you guys ear, hear me eating that donut? Yes, it was very <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> I feel I'm really, really good, Claire. right now. <laughs> um, I think Ari has to subconsciously know he's boring. So I think he knows that he deserves a boring partner <laughs> i'm being so harsh right now I think but like he wants a boring partner. i think he wants like like he, he said to baby becca to want it but he, he wants to want an interesting partner yeah but he knows that like he just wants to stay at home like he's like i don't really want to go out i just want to be boring at home but that's the thing is i'm that's a boring person fair. i like to be at home the reason that I it's okay too. is yeah. that like my husband and i talk a lot about fun about things. Stuff. stuff like we talk about interesting things that we read and see. I just wants to say, I like that at home. How can you do that at home? You have to be looking at some Nazca lines or something Something. like to be able to say that. I think I could say I like that about pretty much anything. Yeah. (laughs) Something like 
The Bachelor's on. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I Just love to change it up. Yeah, yeah. He does say I love that too. He's really graduated too. I love that. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah he's, he's changed. come into his own <laughs> mm-hmm. as someone who loves things. Yeah. Um, Kendall says he feels like her best friend. Mm. It always amazes me They're when really people on this show say those things. Yeah. Even more than when they say, I'm in love, I'm with, in love with this person, it confuses me that they say they're my but best friend. But I'm sure friend. he yeah. does feel like her best friend because she doesn't get to talk to anyone else. I know. Also, I guess like by this point, they're, they're not even with the other women. Exactly. Oh, yeah. They're like sequestered yeah. in a room in Peru. Yeah. And she's like, you're my best friend. Yeah. So that's <laughs> I haven't torture. spoken to another human yeah. for days. And my best, I mean only. <laughs> only yeah um yeah that was kind of sad yeah so they they have this long conversation about whether they are going to be able to get to that point that the other women are at and Mm -hmm. and then they kind of feel they they decide that they feel that they are falling in love with each other and that's kind of the permission that they need i guess to say yes to the fantasy suite Mm -hmm. um I really like watching them together. I feel like he's so much more fun around her. Like, whenever he's with Lauren, he feels very, like, uptight and nervous and tense. And when he's with Becca, I feel like he really lets Becca do all of the talking. And with Kendall, I feel like she brings him out a little bit. Yeah, I I did, too. And Marique was saying to us yesterday that Ari's actually kind of a goofy nerd. Well, Mm. I I haven't. (laughs) Which I'm starting to believe, but we haven't really seen that much of that side of him yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know perhaps part of it is that he just took a while to get comfortable in the role oh a hundred percent you know he he's starting to show a bit more of his personality now that we're almost towards the end yeah it's too late already. He's like, I know, it's unfortunate <laughs> it's, but we do see him giggling with kendall and goofing yeah. off and they're you know Going down the dunes and laughing and falling, and it's Which just is like it love. looks delightful. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, there's a lot of metaphors in there. <laughs> it is just falling, like love. picking yourself back up, <laughs> getting sand getting in sand. your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is love is a lot like getting it's sand like in your mouth. It yeah. is. Yeah. It really is. It's exactly like sand. Um. So, they forego the individual rooms and mm-hmm. spend the night in the fantasy I also suite. Just sidebar loved Kendall's jumpsuit. Yes, I, I was actually like, I have a note you? about that too. I was like, we all need this red jumpsuit. Yeah. And I wrote Kendall's Kendall, in a great red jumpsuit. Let us know where'd you where get it? your jumpsuit where from. Is a lot of great clothes this episode. Someone find that for us clothes. on the internet because I know someone posted an Instagram yeah. style thing about it. We need it. it. Yeah. We, I we need it. We should check the sessionista. she shut down. What? I know. Dana decided it was time. That's fair. I understand. Hmm. Um, so by the end of the night, I sort of get the sense that Kendall is, like, talking herself into the proposal. She's like, yeah. I feel like I would hope for that at the end. Yeah, because wasn't it wasn't the episode before she was like, I'm not ready? And yeah. then she was like, At the I beginning of this episode, she said if he said, yeah, like, last time, if he had it proposed to me, I would say no. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's like, I think I can get there. And I think this is I what solitary confinement to, to exactly. do to a person. They're like, you cannot leave your room until yeah. you say yes to a proposal. And she's like, actually, he's my best friend, and I want to do this. <laughs> this makes sense. Um, and in the morning, uh, they make eggs together. Apparently, they stayed up very late talking, and now he knows that she likes her eggs sunny side up and crisp on the bottom. Which I think you should know what kind of how your partner likes their eggs before you get married 
to a person. I mean, that's what we all learned from Runaway Bride, right? <laughs> but I will say this. I don't know how Greg likes his eggs. I just make them how I like them and right. I give him half. Well, yeah. that's what matters. <laughs> that's it's what matters. You want. Like, I'm the worst person. Making the eggs and what is their favorite style. Exactly. Everything else is relevant. Oh, and we also had some good shots of Ari's Les Mis tattoo while they're snuggling in the morning. I we mean, haven't talked about this yet. You haven't talked no. about it. It's uh, my favorite thing. Ari identifies with Jean, Jean Valjean. Valjean. But apparently he saw it one time. Like he saw the touring production one time in, in London. London. And then he was like, I really relate to the main character. This man I who think... stole a loaf of bread to feed his hungry family. He really it's just relates. like me, the wealthy son of a famous race car driver. Yeah, he was like, I think we need to have the same tattoo. This is this is meant to be. Also, like, so Greg is like, cannot get over this. He's like, you just can't get a tattoo of a number on your forearm. Like, like you just for can't no do it. no reason. Yeah, because you like Les Mis but, like, is it's, not enough. Like, I, yeah, it's just a little too close for comfort. <laughs> it's very jarring you when you first what, see it. We're just still a little too close to the Holocaust. Yeah, a little. True. Just a little too Just like close. a little. Too, I appreciate the sentiment, love me some Les Mis. I think, yeah. You could have just chosen the placement a little more carefully. I think that yes. went just, over his head completely. I think he should have gotten yes. a tattoo that says I am like Jean Valjean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like to make it a bit more, a little more clear to people like me who don't know yeah. much about Les Mis. And also to avoid the number tat thing. And yeah, I think, you no. know, we could have... He saw it and he was like, I like that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> He's like, like I love that. Jean Valjean. I, I love that. I love that. But I thought it was like going to turn out that he had like done musical theater in college or something. But no, he saw it one time. Someone tell, told me originally that it was only because he had seen the movie and I was really horrified. Oh, so I'm just glad no. he saw the play. I'm glad it was play. because he saw the play. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's Ugh, it's, it's a, a lot. <laughs> also, we did get. I saw a lot of Becca's cross tattoo, which I did too. We pointed out that we were surprised she was so religious, and a lot of people said, "Well, she has a cross tattoo on her hand." To be mm -hmm. honest, I sort of thought it was a dagger tattoo. Oh, it I could had not notice it. It looks like. I mean, I, I think it's a cross. I, it is a cross, yeah. but yeah. I just sort of the visual of it. it yeah, looks it's kind a of a like long a cross. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So I'm just defending myself here. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. Yeah, she is feeling even more confident this morning. She doesn't in the moment in her little PJs mm -hmm. that are very cute and says that she can see her husband in him and being engaged. And he asks her how she's feeling emotionally, not physically, because <laughs> he don't give a fuck about that. Not I'm kidding. I don't know why he said that, though. Like, why would you say that? Maybe he was worried about the eggs. Maybe he was like, <laughs> how are you feeling physically after the Did eggs? I give you food poisoning? I yeah. feel like he was worried that it came off like... How are you feeling after that workout after? I gave you last night? And <laughs> he was like emotionally. But I then mean he emotionally. just implied that by <sighs> clarifying. Yeah. It's not necessary. Exactly. No one would have thought that if he had And now all I can think about is all the sex they definitely uh, had. Yeah. Definitely. I'm still like the fantasy suite thing is still so weird that it's okay for a guy to just sleep with three different women three days in a row. It's so crazy to me. weird. A day in between each. Okay, also, a day to just cleanse. Yeah, some to of them shower. Don't, shower. Some of them don't sleep. That's with all true. Of them. Sometimes, no, actually, they very yeah. often don't sleep with all of them. Okay. Yeah, but it, it totally depends on the person. I think there are people who have, yeah, you know, slept with 
uh, men and women who have slept with all three. There are yeah. people who have slept Nick with none. Definitely did. Oh yeah. He did not sleep he with Rachel. Did not. Oh no! Because it was election night, and she was so upset that she got wasted and passed out. Is that why he sent her home? No, I think I I I think think he knew it was Vanessa. Oh my gosh, he knew it was Vanessa pretty early on, and I think that he, yeah, I think he felt like it was kinder to send. Right, Rachel home okay. earlier. Oh, wow, yeah. but you guys yeah, know so they all didn't... the details of the well, fantasy. Rachel, suite. Rachel gave a an interview on oh. Bachelor Party podcast, and she said that that was the night together. Trump got elected, and she wow. didn't want to talk about it on camera. And then she just was so like anxious and just that feels self soothing like that she passed out instead of talking oh. <laughs> to Nick yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, that I gotta go to bed. Sounds yeah. really stressful. Yeah. So I guess yeah, Anyways. he didn't. Um, I mean, thanks Trump. I feel like the thing about the fantasy <laughs> suite is that late. you would just want time off camera together. Yeah. Even they have a lot of conversations. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then it is so heavily implied that they have sex that it's like you have to agree that you will appear to be having sex if you want time off camera with right. this person you might marry soon. Right, it's like a very don't. right, yeah. which is why the people that don't want to give off that impression say we talked make all it night. very like belabor the point about the but fact they can that edit how much all of talking that, out. that they did. That's true. Yeah. Right. Um, and then it is time for Lauren's date. Oh um, my gosh, Lauren. she can't feels like she loves him after <laughs> she seeing does. him but with I her don't family. Get, but like, she's very stressed. Right. Lauren's been stressed for the last she's four weeks. Been stressed the whole time. She's also never talked. Like yeah, I, I've never heard her talk about anything well that's other the only than, thing we except know about the fact her. that she's stressed. she's stressed i know that she's stressed and i know that yeah. she was engaged and that's it yeah and like she I, wants him to make her feel good and comforted and it's like that's the wrong show like, she also yeah. wants Maybe to go feel on a different like show. she's the only woman he sees i'm like you're literally on a show that's the opposite where this. called the bachelor yeah. Yeah. you're on the bachelor welcome to the bachelor he's <laughs> Literally considering marrying at least two other at women. At least yeah. three ladies. Yeah. yeah. And just slept with one of them, probably. <laughs> I did we'll wonder the order yeah. that they filmed these dates in. I think oh. that they filmed them in order because they mentioned it very pointedly before the rose ceremony that his that... first date was with Kendall. Oh, oh I missed that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, and, so and the thing with Lauren, Lauren still mm-hmm. seemed very fresh. But so he... That he he's waiting for her like by a little plane, uh, yeah. which she's she excited says, to see. There is a plane behind you. Yes. and then he says, "There is a plane behind me." <laughs> and I then can't she's deal with like, them. There is a plane behind. <laughs> and then he says, "Guys, yeah. they have such a deep relationship. Like they really get it's into it." It's literally beyond words. I was it's watching last words. night. I was watching last night with Aaron, who was on our podcast a couple of weeks ago, and she was just. Would start counting the amount of times Ari said yeah in a row oh, during yeah. their conversation. Especially Lauren and Ari. Yes, it, it, it was at them. One point, just them. It was at one point, there were like I seven? Think seven or eight yes oh, yeah, in I a row. That he was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she never <laughs> says anything that merits any more of a response than that. Mm-hmm. So, and the, she always, he keeps giving her these dates that are pretty cool, like yeah, cultural he gives her all experiences. The, he gives her all the cool dates. That was yeah. amazing. I want to yeah. see those. I know. They were incredible. I loved seeing it just on the TV screen. Yeah. It looked incredible. And all she could muster was cool. cool. She, cool. like, barely seemed to want to look out the window. Yeah. No. And, no interest. I'm like, this is—these are— 
ancient drawings that you can only see from a from plane. The, like you're never gonna have ancient this drawings in the sand. And I'm like, that is crazy. Like, Ari, think about this. Like you could have brought Kendall on this date, and she would have been much more fun than Lauren. You definitely couldn't have brought yeah. Lauren on Kendall's date. You're really limiting yourself to like basically no dates that Lauren is fun on. No, and if, yet he seems to prefer her so he, much. His body language, like he's obsessed with her, and I obsessed. do not understand. Like she's literally never said anything. I just, if they're gonna end up together, I wish the show would explain to us a <laughs> little bit more. What happened? I think, though, I think maybe that's it. Or I think she's super withholding, and he's like, and he's I into that. love it. Like, it drives yeah. him crazy. And she has the perfect look for him. Yeah. He I, definitely is super attracted to her. Yeah. She's never offered enough personality for him to be turned off To by not it. like anything, because yeah. she's only said cool, unobjectionable. and he's only said yeah. <laughs> Very like, unobjectionable. Their whole relationship is cool and yeah. Yeah. That's it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, it's, it's so mind-boggling to and me. And it's, because this is exactly what happened in Paris and in Tuscany. They sort of sightsee together, mm-hmm. and she not only can't say anything interesting about what they're looking at, and which in this case is they're basically huge geoglyphs you can see from the sky of like dogs and spiders and stuff, which is really cool. Or she doesn't even seem happy to be seeing yeah, it. She's or like, I'm pretty unimpressed. She, yeah, she looks <laughs> miserable. Yeah. And he doesn't seem bothered enough by it. Like he definitely no. is like there's a wall. With her that she puts up. He loves that wall. He loves the wall. The The real thing about Ari is that he's actually attracted to walls and not actual women. I love that. I I love love that wall. I wrote down something, and I I think it says a lot to both Ari and Lauren's personality that I don't know who said it. (laughs) (laughs) And the quote was, I didn't know if I had these feelings, and then I did, and then it made me happy. I don't wow. know who said that. I don't either. Oh, I don't know. But it was said. It could. It's equal chance that it, you know. I think it might is. be Ari because Ari? every time she talks about her feelings, she says they make her miserable. Yeah, she's so, like, I'm so. I hate this. Yeah, she's like, I'm so in <laughs> love with so you. And it he's like, I love sucks. this. And she's like, I hate. This. I hate this. And then he's like, I didn't know if I had these feelings, and then I did, and then it made me happy. <laughs> oh my god. Also, in the morning, he said, I. I feel good. And she said, I feel good, too. (laughs) I'm like, the conversation is astounding. I mean, that just, okay. I don't want to say anything inappropriate. So So the night portion of their date, she is talking. Well, he brings up that she's anxious. By the Mm. way, first, they get out of the plane and just, like, hang out. I guess on a bench for a while, right. and oh, they right. have this long I'm circling conversation where she just keeps saying, "I'm afraid because of how much I like you," and he's like, "Well, what are you afraid of?" And she's like, "Getting hurt because I love you," and he's like, "But why?" And she's like, "Because <laughs> I, I love, love you." you. I'm like, no. Oh my god! And then yeah. she keeps saying. The longer I stay here, right. the greater my feelings oh. are. And he just keeps saying, yeah. 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 But she basically, this was important because she basically insinuated she almost was going to leave the show. And I think Ari was like, I love that. <laughs> yeah. like, I love. He loves she the idea it, that she's right. maybe not she's, into he it. He said something she's that, gonna leave. like he was crushed or that scared him yeah. Yeah. a lot. He says scared that the shit scares out the him. shit out of me. Just yeah. going to say, Ari's an adrenaline junkie. He so loves it. He like, loves it. Oh my God, she might leave, but she's so scared because she loves me. <laughs> 
but she's gonna leave. I love that. Like, I feel like that's how his mind works. <laughs> it definitely is. Yeah. Um, and that's really been Lauren's big competitive advantage so far. But she mm-hmm. does heavily imply that she might leave and he's like well just know that i'm crazy about you and the reason you're here is that i see the potential for you being my wife yeah which is the least romantic thing i have ever heard also isn't that the whole premise of the show that's the premise of the show just maybe try not to say it like you are doing a job interview like oh my i I would even be kind of offended if someone said that to me in a job interview i see potential in your job performance yes being my wife <laughs> I love so... that. Um, so yes, this will is... you get promoted to, to wife. my wife? <laughs> I love that. Now I can't stop. Saying I love that. that. I love that. Um, so oh. they they do. Then they go to the uh, night date, which they're just having outdoor dinner at a restaurant. I don't know. Yeah, nobody ate. Um, Ari loves to eat. I'm sure Ari did eat, sure and they did. just cut it out. Yeah, they're like, we've shown enough. We of know you. that he he likes to eat, and that is a thing well, I enjoy good. about him. That's and good, he says, when we were flying around, I saw there was a heavy weight on your shoulders. You, you know? know? <laughs> Stop. You know? Stop. Oh you know what God. I mean? You know? <laughs> he says in that way too. It's like I saw there was a heavy weight on your shoulders. You know? You know what that's like? You that know? heavyweight that oh I saw God. you have? Ari reminds me of a brontosaurus from a children's book, and I can't <laughs> get it. Like, he's just so, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. And it's just, oh, my God. Oh, I like it more when he's like that. I found this really funny. Yeah. Um, but, of course, we also have to watch Lauren on this date. And she, she, he says, I know this isn't easy, and it could get harder before it gets easier. And she says... I know, and I couldn't have done this without you, which I thought was the hilarious thing to say. What do you mean? Of course you couldn't have. It's like, what if you... (laughs) I know. It's like... Having this Again, extramarital she, affair with you has been so difficult, but I couldn't have done it without you. Well, that is I know. true. <laughs> it just confirms it, it that she has no idea what show us. she's on. Yeah, she really doesn't. She's, she's like, like, am I on reality television? This... Why are there cameras here? Uh, Lauren B. show? Lauren B. part two? I also love how, like, whenever Ari points out the glaringly obvious, which is that she's so, like, stressed and upset all the time, she's like, I'm really glad you said that. <laughs> Like, he's he's a genius. And it's like, girl, you were, like, well, in be- a helicopter and you were so upset. Like, of course he noticed. They have a deep unspoken connection that's beyond words. I wonder if it's she's never words. dated anyone before who has noticed that she has feelings. Yeah. She's or that like, she doesn't talk. I felt upset. And he said, are you okay? And, and that noticed. made me really realize that we have a really unique connection that no one else really has. And I'm so lucky to have that. Like, and I know that. No, like you just haven't spoken for 36 hours and he pointed it out. <laughs> like that's a really sad standard. I wouldn't be surprised if Ari was a lot sort of softer than a lot of the guys that she's dated. Maybe. Probably. Maybe. But that just makes me It makes me a little sad, sad that. Does, yeah. I just the bar be should like, be set higher. The things about not that Ari isn't, yeah, isn't good or a good fit for her, but no, but it seems the like standards that she's are shocked. very low. Right, the fact that she seems genuinely shocked that someone would notice. would take the right. time to notice any of her feelings, yeah, makes and me I, think yes, maybe she right. should date around a little exactly. bit more. Yes. I don't trust that she really knows what a unique and special connection is if no. she thinks that that is indicated by the other person noticing that you have emotions. Yeah. That is not, that is like the bare minimum for a relationship. I know. 
Um, also, I know. I mean, on her hometown date, it was like her whole family was just like silent and still in the living room, and I was like, "Oh, this is maybe not the space for feelings," you know. No. So maybe it is like very exciting. Unless it's feelings about golf, because we know they are very passionate about that. Well, there yeah. you go. Gol- golf's emotional. Um, and she says that if it's her at the end of the process, it would mm-hmm. mean a lot. <laughs> true but she wants him to be confident in his decision for the rest of his life not just the day he proposes and he's like well I think after this I'll have just exhausted all the other relationships oh, yeah. and it will just be the one relationship so like also another great thing you want to hear I know which it's just wild to me in any other context if your boyfriend said that to you it would be like Great. Continue dating these women until you've exhausted exhausted them and can throw them by the wayside. Or maybe until you've exhausted me and can (laughs) throw me by the wayside. To like warn them into the ground and then I'll be pretty ready to spend the rest of my life with you. Oh, God. She seemed into it. She was like, okay. Yeah. um, And then Ari says, I want you to know I do feel confident in this because I love you. I love you. I don't want to lose you. And she starts crying and says she doesn't want to lose him either. And he says, don't, don't cry. cry. I, I love, love you. you. He just wants to say it all the time now. <laughs> don't He's like, cry I have... because I love you. Ari yes. has broken the I love you seal. I mean, yeah. And now he's just, just I love you-ing all over the place. Is that the first person he said I love you to? Yes. And yes. you know, traditionally that would happen at the proposal. Right. You're never supposed to say it. Yeah. And Ben Higgins, when he did it, it did not seem, it seemed like it, Came out of the mo- came, moment. Yeah, just sort of came out of him, and he was pretty horrified afterwards and told the women yeah. that he had yeah. said, that I love he, you. Wait, before the proposal? Did he? Or did, was it or after Or maybe the show? not. Maybe I it was after. Or maybe it was after. Didn't we but, all learn from Ben's season that you don't do that? Well, like, the thing also it just makes is things that a lot harder for you after. Ben got sort of this mileage out of it because— both women were like, oh, so he's sure about me because he's not yeah. supposed to say that. He's probably only saying it to, to me, me as a yeah. sign. And now I feel like the women. They have no idea. They're, they're like, is he saying this to only me? Apparently he could be saying it to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and he is. And he is. Well, well, yeah. not Kendall. Not yeah. Kendall. He's already said he loves that. So it's not yeah. that much of he a He's warming up to it. <laughs> yeah. Um. And he offers her the fantasy suite card, and she says, you know, I love you too, and this is so wonderful, and let's go. And he says, you're so funny. No, he didn't. Yes, he, he did. Said, you're so, and that is the moment I decided they belong together, because yeah. anyone that finds Lauren so funny. Go for it. That is her husband. Yeah. Maybe, do you think it's like when it's like, you know, people are colorblind and it's like everyone's version of red is like someone else's version of blue. Like, do you think in Ari's mind, like Lauren's like cracking jokes and just like being hilarious? And he's like, this girl is hilarious. I think that he's been waiting so tensely for her to show any sign of an emotion that he uh, of a personality that he can hang his feelings on. But the minute that she did something a little off kilter, like she said, let's go to the fantasy suite. Instead of being like, okay, he was like, oh my gosh, you're, you're funny. so funny. <laughs> Break out the stand up, this girl, Booker, everywhere. This girl can tell a joke. Oh, and God. it starts and ends with, let's go. And then the they standards. make out on a couch mm. while this like Leanne Rhymes cover plays. Oh. I don't want to live without you. Oh, it was distracting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
Aaron you don't, and I started singing along. Yeah. You don't often you don't, hear a song with like lyrics. I was gonna say they very uh, they it's very rare that they play a song with lyrics on this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was shocked. Especially lyrics. like I don't want to live without <laughs> you. It's like there's still two other women here. No, but like also Lauren's fantasy suite was way nicer than anybody else's. Like he's clearly like giving her like the princess dates. You know, Kendall's looked. Kendall, but Kendall spent the yeah. day on a dune. That was a cool date, but the night portion. I and I, I personally would have rather gone on Becca's date. Like I would, I think like te- like camping yeah. in the middle of the desert uh, sounds awesome. That but was like, amazing. Well, that's the right? thing. But that like, is clearly... a date you will never get to do right in life. Like I, if I'm going on the Bachelor, I want to be ushered like in Aladdin over the sand yeah, dunes, and, like, you know, under the stars. Like, she was in. in the I mean, we'll get to it, but she was in a beautiful silk robe. In the desert, yeah. de- when that, that happened, incredible. She was the least appropriately dressed for the desert. But clearly, Lauren. Oh, I like, loved how she was dressed for the desert. That's exactly how you should dress for a desert yeah. <laughs> in a tiny silk robe. Yes. But like, clearly, Lauren is getting all the high maintenance dates. Well, yeah, because she is super not down for anything. <laughs> no, except for a life in Scottsdale. Yeah, well, that's all that he needs, I guess. Yeah. Um, and. In the morning, we hear them kissing before we see them. There was so much zoomed in making out. I feel like they're they're both wearing white t-shirts in bed. I was like, oh, you guys. I feel good. I feel good, too. (laughs) I feel like Ari has this reputation of being, like, the best kisser. And I'm like, actually, I feel like he eats people's faces. Like, I don't actually. I I used to enjoy watching him make out on TV on Emily's season oh, because I didn't it watch was Emily's season. It was in these small doses and it felt really passionate, passionate and a contrast to how she was with some of the other men and he was okay. he's he's sort of gentle but also right. passionate and right. so in a but it's just too much. I feel I'm like seeing it's too like, much of it. He's too confident in his kissing now. There's he's too many zoomed in shots. Ugh. I feel like it's I like can hear the, tongue. the difference. I, it's just too it's between like, I can't do that. What if you have instead of the notebook, it's like the notebook, but eighty percent of the notebook is the makeout scenes. Yeah. You know, like it has more impact if you have some build up to it, and it yes. feels like he's just been smearing his mouth on people this uh, whole time is and on bowling really balls. Really great. <laughs> <laughs> Smear and bowling. Oh and god, bowling balls. they're like, and you know, the producer's like, "How about another shot of you kissing?" All right, he's like, "Sounds yes. good to me." <laughs> That's the only reason he came on The Bachelor yeah. anyway. Ugh. Um. And Lauren seems super confident in the morning. Well, it made me wonder if, like, she made him tell her that he was going to pick her. Yeah. Yes. We had the same thought. Yes. You did, too? I yeah. 100% think that he said, I'm going to pick gonna you. I'm going to pick you because I'm like, there's lit. She was so, like, she was so needy and All paranoid. of her anxieties were gone. All of her anxieties are gone. Like, the and, only and way that would happen. And very often they do indicate to the person that they're going to pick. Like, I'm going to pick That they're going to pick them. Because that's when you do it, when the cameras aren't there. Yeah, and and I think that's completely reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. She was so confident in the morning, I was like, that's the only thing that could have happened. That's suspicious, suspiciously confident. Yeah. Like, and even in front of us, Mm -hmm. he says, it's going to get harder before it gets easier, and I want you to feel like it's all worth it. That is something that the you only say to way someone. for this to get easier is for, for them to her, end up together. For him to pick her, right? Exactly. That is something you say to someone about ending up together in the end. It's not yeah. like 
if I dump you, it will then be easier. Yeah, for you. <laughs> for me, it'll be easier because I won't have to deal with I'm you. I'm still exhausting all my options. Yeah. Like, that doesn't instill he, confidence. He is still exhausting all his options, yeah. if you know what I mean. He I just really winked is. at Bella. I'm sorry, guys. I thought I got it. Okay. <laughs> So, and then she says, I can't see Ari ending up with anyone else but her because he told her that because, because she doesn't have enough me. imagination no. to think that without him literally telling her that. Yeah, she needs people to spell it out for her, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad we're um, on the same page. I I wish that Lauren was not so impossible to like or enjoy watching she hasn't done anything particularly offensive i just can't connect to her at all she's done literally nothing and i think it's it feels like an especially like a contrast this season because the majority of the women on this season have been very dynamic yes interesting had really interesting things to say yes we've understood them and their personalities and their dynamics and they've all seemed close to each other with lauren it's it's so I've like got nothing. It's so like white bread or like yes. white rice yeah. or something. I was just like, any she, kind of is there any spice? And that's is the thing. Salt? It becomes a little frustrating. Like, like put a little margarine on the white bread. Even and butter yeah. would yeah. be fine. Butter would be fine. But margarine would be fine. Or margarine. Fake butter would be Fake fine. Butter. There's literally nothing <laughs> on the toast. Nothing. It's really it. It's not her fault necessarily, but it it is kind of tiring to see someone held up as so desirable and perfect and lovable when she has brought nothing noticeable to the table other than being blonde and And young and pretty. And of course we say all of this understanding that there is editing. There are people who don't come off well on television. I'm sure Lauren is a perfectly nice person and I'm sure we would enjoy her in, you know, a one-on-one conversation. Yeah. We're just not getting any of that. Nothing. And yet she's on our TV screens All for a lot of time. A lot of time. And that is frustrating, especially yeah. when there are a lot of other women who are have been on the show and who are still on the show yeah. that I would love to get to know better. Yeah. Yeah, that seemed like But Ari doesn't want to get to know them better. No, right, that is the problem. And this is, you know, this like is his that. show. <laughs> he doesn't like that. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with the rest of Fantasy Suites with Bella Lavelle. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life. And I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like, take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. 
Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily... I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well balanced. I feel full after and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 and use code LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI 50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer 
running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article, that lovely chair out on my deck, article, our big console, article, I'm my bed frame, article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Finally, it's Becca's date. Uh, they meet by the water. She also jumps on him, which I think is a requirement. Yeah, I. That's how you know it's love, or <laughs> that's if, how you know you're falling. If you're, if you, I would be falling jumps. if I tried yeah, to jump. Yeah, you almost make the other person <laughs> I'm literally fall. falling because you've jumped on me, so <laughs> and I can't from such heights. Yeah, yeah, from such great some such <laughs> kind of like sandboarding oh my. oh my god yeah um so and she says she realizes she's in love after the hometowns <laughs> but she is excited to tell him she hasn't told him yet mm-hmm. and they get in a boat to look at some islands yeah. covered in various fauna okay i went to go get um more pad thai while this happened so i <laughs> okay. don't actually how know. much pad thai did you need it was a lot <laughs> So I did miss a chunk of that conversation. So I just want to. Put well, that out I just there. want to say that she says she shares some thoughts about this date, including I never thought I'd be on a catamaran with my boyfriend, right. which a is inaccurate because she is not, <laughs> and b it doesn't really mean anything that you never thought that. Like, yeah. did you ever think? Wow, I specifically bet that I will never be on a catamaran with my boyfriend. Very spe- that specific thought has never entered 
her right. her brain. So, it makes like, me think that really she's was. thought a lot about places she might be with her boyfriend Pretty one specifically. day. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll be in a hot air balloon she with my boyfriend. She did think they would be in Peru, but not, <laughs> yeah. not, not on, on a catamaran. catamaran. I, mean, <laughs> I sort of assumed what could I'd, be more surprising. I it assumed I would be dune bugging with my boyfriend yeah. in Peru. With my boyfriend. Yeah. One day. Boyfriend. I don't know why it just gives me the ics when they refer to... Yeah, the lead like, as their boyfriend when yeah. he's still it just dating feels so many people. It a little people. like painfully yeah. delusional. It uh, yes, yeah. It, it makes me uncomfortable for them. I know. It's like do you, it makes me think they don't know what show they're on. Yeah, like, this isn't that show. It makes me think that they are just embarrassing themselves yeah. by by presuming something that yeah. is very much not the case. Um, but I think it's also supposed to, they're like, they're working themselves into it. They're like, mm. we could be engaged in a couple days. Maybe I, I need to think about I need to first. think about this as, as my, my part, as my potential yeah. partner. I did hear her talk about her ex and that's when I, because I had assumed that the ex that they've been showing for like year or years. <laughs> years. It feels like <laughs> it years. It feels like it's been years. It may have well <laughs> been years. <laughs> for 10 years they've been showing that this ex is coming and I assumed it was going to be Lawrence yeah which I don't know if that was just me or that was like the editing or anything but then when Becca started talking about her ex I was like oh it's Becca's also because yeah. we got through the whole date without all three dates yeah right? we got through both of the dates without an ex well, coming well I back. thought maybe they were going to like do a switcheroo Ooh. and it was going to be like Kendall's or La- like we wouldn't have seen it coming we would think oh. it was Becca's but then it was it was like you know interesting but um, I mean, I I thought it was Lauren's ex, but um, because we were so aware of that Lauren's like been engaged, right? But um, but Becca has talked about her ex before. Right. Her date was just so, so long, long ago. ago it was that so we long ago I forgot about it. Yeah, yeah but she same. she did mention in their first date about her okay. ex of seven years. Right. Yeah. I forgot about it. But meanwhile, on the catamaran, they are talking about their relationship, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she asks if he has any doubts or hesitations about it, and he says no. No, and he, he actually can't sounds think of kind of disappointed. Thing. He's like, "I really no. picked my brain. I can't <laughs> think of any problems with it." Can you just withhold a little more information, and then I'll have some doubts, which I love. <laughs> like, oh gosh, it's such an interesting contrast to his relationship with Lauren mm-hmm. because he. When he says he feels very comfortable with Becca, I believe him. It seems like a I bad just think, thing. Yeah. Yes, I just think it's a knock against her almost yeah. in his mind because he, as you said, is an adrenaline junkie. Yes. And in this relationship, he feels very secure. He doesn't have doubts, mm-hmm. but he also doesn't seem to feel a ton of excitement. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't think he's excited about Becca. Yeah. Um, he asks. They talk about like plans for the future. They talk about which is the first. What they do long is this distance. The first person. We've I think heard so. It. I guess they. He sort of talked about the future with Jacqueline to establish that it wouldn't work. Right. But right. yeah, because she has ambitions. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's an obstacle. She. It was an obstacle. <laughs> um, and she asks if he'd want her to move to Scottsdale or yeah to, to Scottsdale right away. And he's Why like, does he no have pressure to be in Scottsdale. His family, I think. Oh. I think it's important to him to, to be live in Scottsdale. Yeah, Scott to live in Scottsdale well, near his Things family. are important to a lot of us. <laughs> right. I mean, look, but it's his prerogative to want to live where he wants to live. Right. And then it's a good thing that some of these women won't be subjected to Scottsdale. Right. But yes, that's true. I do that's think true. if he wants, he wants to make to it really clear early on, 
what I'm looking for is someone who, who goes to Scottsdale. And will come to Scottsdale schedule. and has a flexible schedule. Uh, but <laughs> I thought that, that? Yeah. I thought that this exchange was fine. You know, he says yeah. to Becca, mm-hmm. "I would not want that to be a pressure on you. I yeah. would only want you to come when you feel comfortable." And I thought that was mm-hmm. that's sweet. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the amazing scene where it's nighttime <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're under the vast desert sky. And I want to go on this date so badly. I, know, I was so into it. There's I like would a go beautiful on this date. Doesn't have to be a date. Daytime. I'll go, go by myself. I'll go by myself. I'll go with. <laughs> Just some friends. Yeah. I just want to do this. Oh yeah. my gosh. It looked incredible. I mean, because I'm not a big into camping or roughing it or whatever. I'll glamp. I will I'll glamp. glamp. <laughs> I will glamp. I will glamp. Um, but it has to be really spectacular. I'm not going to yeah. go glamping in like, you know, upstate New York. I need <laughs> yeah, it to or be. South Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Pff, come on. Um, You're going to go to the deserts of Peru. Yeah. No, it was incredible. I was like, this is the day I would want to be on. Yeah. A hundred percent. It looked like the cover of like Station Eleven or something where there's like the lit up tent under the stars. I was like, I love this. Yeah, it was cool. Um, So they, again, continue to talk about how comfortable they feel and don't have any concerns about their relationship. <laughs> but he does say that his biggest fear going in was three things. Yeah, he he my, says, my one biggest fear, and then names three different things. Yeah, Choosing great. someone who didn't choose him, there not being someone in the room that was for, like, the right person for him, or choosing the wrong person. Aren't those the same thing? Uh, no. No. <laughs> I don't Bella. think so. The this first is one like is the him being rejected. Okay, love. okay. The second one is that Not he would right enter person. the process and there literally wouldn't be anyone that he was that he genuinely interested okay. in, which is what we saw, which is what I guess happened on like Jordan, the New Zealand Bachelor season. Oh, right. Where he, yeah. was where like, he just I wasn't into anyone. Like any of these people. Uh, yeah. Or choosing the wrong person. And they keep okay. hammering this theme home. Yeah. This is the second conversation we've seen well, where he says, I'm afraid of choosing the wrong person. And it just feels like I'm a little nervous. This well, is going to be a theme. I'm a little nervous. That's what's going to happen. We're going to have to find out. We're going to have to find out. It's all going to play out, as, as, <laughs> as Ari said. Um, and she, Becca says damn as an intensifier so much that it's starting to get on my nerves. I didn't notice oh, that. Oh my gosh, she either. keeps being like, "I'm so damn happy," or like, "I'm so damn nervous." Oh, now I'm gonna notice it. it. Yeah, yeah, it did which not strike me. Is fine. It's her own quirk, mm-hmm. but for some reason, it really bothers me, and I keep wanting to be like, "We get it. You're so damn nervous." <laughs> um, I'm I'm really rude. Uh, but and she also says again that he started to take pieces of her heart, which is a figure of speech she, she seems to like. Hmm. Um. And she says the day after hometowns, she was just daydreaming and looking at the clouds. Looking at the clouds. And she just realized she loved loved him. him. Yeah. And it didn't scare her. And uh, she's been dying to tell him that. And he says, I'm not falling for you. I'm in love with you. Like, this is all on him. He, It's like this no one. This is such a bad move. Unforced yeah. error by Ari. Yeah, he's like, There's I'll say no this. There's no reason you. to say this no to either of these women. No one's asking. Because now you're in a position to really hurt one of them. Yeah. yeah. Even more, like, someone always gets pretty hurt on this show. It's part of the game. Yeah. But just don't this say you're in love. This just is don't. Like over the top. It's like, so unnecessary. And then didn't he say, um, "I'm ready to propose right now, right, right here, right now"? Yeah. He's like, 
I think he says that not to her, but he does say. Oh, in the interview. Yeah. yeah. But he's like, I'm ready to like get this over with and propose. And it's like. Propose here in the sand dance. Uh, Two days ago. You just told You Lauren. told another woman you, you're in love with her. Yeah. Like, he says, I'm so in love with this girl. She's literally perfect. I don't believe him. I don't believe that he's. Or is he trying to convince himself that she's perfect? He's like, she's perfect. And yet I'm not as into her. About the ending of this. I know. I'm very nervous for both Lauren and Becca. Yes, because I think bad things are going to happen to both of them. Um, It's not good. He gives her the date card. They do the. Fantasy they suite do the thing, thing. <laughs> in the tent. Who knows? So, several people tweeted that they yeah. were. I know it was so small. Yeah. Um, it was Especially definitely after a double bed. Lauren's princess date where she had a jacuzzi. <laughs> and I was like. I wanted to tweet about how small the bed was. And yeah. then I was like, maybe I just am going to reveal how big of a bed I'm used to. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm going to seem really privileged. Um, a double bed is a small thing in at least a, a hotel queen. room of some sort. Yeah. I know yeah, it's like a glamp. Bed. You know, it was I'm sure glamping. of it. It's glamping. In Peru, yeah. If I'm glamping, I expect a king-size bed. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole floor of you the glamp You want a starfish at least. Yeah. Right? I like to starfish. I Starfish is a necessity, and I think. <laughs> starfishing. <laughs> um, several, several people I saw tweeting, uh, where did they go to the bathroom? Oh. I have to assume that in a glamping situation, there you is just, a bathroom. Oh. there Maybe there was a trailer off camera. They absolutely provided them with a way to I go to the bathroom. I just got so nervous. I was like, did Becca have to like dig a hole? I'm sure. That's not glamping. Yeah, that's no. probably it. That's they were like, camping. Here's, here's this beautiful bedroom that seems to have electricity. Here's the hole but, that you need to dig your own hole. Here is a beautiful bed with rose petals. Here's your shovel <laughs> yeah. for digging your own bathroom. Yeah, go d- take a roll of toilet paper, but make sure you bring it back because yeah. leave no trace. Yeah, here's some leaves uh, for covering um, the scent. And so in the morning, they're making out in bed and he says he, keeps kiss- he kept kissing her teeth because she kept smiling. Ew, I know, weird. awkward. Um, but then they they have a little breakfast picnic. Yeah. It was set up like fifty yards away from the tent. Yeah. What was that about? They were like, "Here we here we go on our trek to get <laughs> to, to, breakfast. to breakfast." And the sun is beating down, so they're out like unsheltered. Like no shoot. Wasn't she like barefoot in yeah, her robe? In her tiny like, little robe that yeah. was not designed for a sandy dune. Yeah, they're like, um, it they're just like, see like, if you can make it to breakfast, which is like love. <laughs> can you make it across the desert of love? It's miserable. It's just uncomfortable. But when you get there. It's yeah. still uncomfortable, but there's food. But there's food. Um, and uh, they have a great time. They are there. She's like, nothing can get in the way at all now. I just see my husband and him, which is ridiculous, even if what is about to happen didn't happen because there's still two other women. Yeah. But which makes me think, did he also tell Becca that he was going to pick her? He I might think have. So. I think what he's telling her. I think he's being reckless. Ari is being reckless here. Yeah. Adrenaline junkie. I think you're right. He's like the most boring, goofy, like just very like bland guy who's an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Who needs to feel that rush. And the only way he gets it is from people who either withhold from him or he has to create his own drama. And we saw some of that. But fortunately for him, some external drama this episode. Which do we think the ABC producers called the ex-boyfriend or did he actually on his own? I 
I don't know. I'm a little bit torn about this. I mean, yeah. my guess is that it is a combination, yes. which is I that I bet he contacted production. And like they okay. made, they orchestrated it. They definitely bought his ticket and picked him up from the airport, right? Because like how they would at he least know? picked him up from the airport. <laughs> I, they're very cheap, they at least so provided I, I a wonder car. if they did pay for his ticket. I could yeah. see that going either way as well. I mean, they maybe they split it. <laughs> like maybe. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, dude, you're so desperate. Maybe. He used some miles, and they put the rest on the, you know, on, on the, the ABC on the card. ABC card, and then they picked him up. Well, so let's talk about Ross. Ross, Ross is Becca's ex. They were together on and off for seven and a half years. Yeah. They he have been supported up her for a year. Okay, that's he, not. They met in college. That's a good amount of time to yeah. be over yeah. someone. He uh, supported her through the death of her father. Oh. Um, so they definitely had a, a complicated emotional relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I guess they were long distance because he moved to California and oh. became a coach at Stanford. He is on the football oh. coaching staff at Stanford, cool. which is actually pretty that's impressive. Yeah, that's it cool. is very impressive. Wow, and she indicated that perhaps their dynamic hadn't been the healthiest, at uh-huh. least towards the end, and that... She was always the one going to him, traveling to him, putting in all of the effort. Yeah. yeah. And it did not feel like an equal partnership. Yeah. But now he's making up for it because he came all the he way to her. to Peru. Because and he, he, her just four learned, he just <laughs> learned a week ago that The Bachelor could involve a proposal. He has clearly not seen the <laughs> yeah. show. I was like, where did where have you been, Ross? He's been coaching. Yeah, he's yeah. been coaching. He's football. been coaching. He's been busy. And he's if you busy. check his Instagram from around this time, it is just <gasps> coaching stuff. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, oh, but I believe he has a legitimate career. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, I think it's kind of weird that this whole thing happened and there are Instagrams, like, within the week that this would have happened that are just like, here I am with my team. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, interesting. Weren't you kind of busy flying to Peru? <laughs> yeah. Overnight. Um, overnight. He was only there for <laughs> a day. <true. laughs> uh, she really sent him straight back. Uh, and he's so, he's like a. A lot of people seem to find him quite handsome. Yeah. He's a beefy dude. He's mm-hmm. in a light suit. Yeah. Uh, linen. Beige linen suit. Yeah. And he uh, first goes and talks to Ari. I have to think this was production. Yes. Orchestrated 100%. Too. Yeah, they were like. Production was like, if you want to talk to Becca, yeah. gotta you've got to clear it with Ari, Ari first. Yeah. Yeah. And Ari seems so genuinely startled. Yeah. And it is in the moment he says something like, why is hotel management here? Yeah. <laughs> Which oh, I yeah. thought was very funny. Well, it's so funny because Ari opens the door and it, Ross is like, hey, man, I'm Ross. I'm Becca's ex. And then cut to Ari going, I was confused. I thought he was hotel management. <laughs> I didn't know who Ross was, but I get it now. He's Becca's ex. <laughs> yeah, good job, Ari. He really put the pieces together. You figured that out, Ari, all by yourself. <laughs> No one told you. He really, he really processed that, and he came he's to the very understanding. Perceptive. He is. Ari, if he's one thing, is perceptive. <laughs> and when people tell him things directly, he perceives it. He'll usually repeat it back. <laughs> um, oh so Ross sits down with Ari and says, mm-hmm. "I know the show ends in a proposal, and that's <laughs> my figure that out. My proposal to give her because she, he's, they've had such a long history. She's love of his life." Arias, is this maybe more about the competition? Fair question. Yeah. yeah. And kind of funny coming from a guy who is the star of a competition dating show. <laughs> and Ross says, no, she's on my mind every day for the past year. And I flew overnight to get here. I drove for five hours. I'd have swam here if I had to. Wow. And Ari asks if Becca feels the same way. And Ross says, that's what I came here to find out. 
Mm. Ari tells him that he and Becca have said I love you to each other. Yeah. But he can't speak for Becca. And so yes. he sort of just... And Ross says something invites. kind of sweet here. He says, I know how easy it is to fall in love with her. It yeah. happened on the first date for me, so I know where you're coming from, too. I thought, that, I thought that this exchange was pretty good. It was pretty Ari good. Ari says, you know, go speak to her, essentially. Yeah. But if she says goodbye to you, I'd like you to respect our relationship moving forward. <laughs> and right. Ross is like, I don't know about that. <laughs> Probably yeah. won't. He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, eh. Well. But... I have to shout out to Ari a little bit for this exchange. I yeah. actually found him to be pretty wonderful. Uh, something that I do like about him and is different from a lot of the men that we see cast on these shows mm-hmm. is that he's not a super aggro dude. Yes, he's not he's into not like pissing contest. into a big toxic masculinity showdown. Yeah. And I thought that he handled this with quite a lot of grace, actually. He said, yeah. I can't speak for Becca's feelings. This is where we're at. Please respect our relationship and, you know, do what you're going to do. And I did feel like he understood and respected that they had been together for seven years, which, like, he's been on three dates with Becca. Like, you can't really, like, compare those things. And that someone who's had a seven-year relationship— Step up and say, don't talk to my woman. Yeah, Yeah. I've had three dates with her. I was very relieved that none of that bullshit happened. No, I thought he handled it really—I actually have— felt like Ari handles like kind of difficult information pretty well like even when um what's her crystal was talking about her family I was like that's actually the best response which was I think he just said like you can't help where you're from that's fine like I actually find... I have mixed feelings about yeah, that but yeah I, I do think that Ari handles those sort of conflicts quite well he handles them pretty well he was hit at his most I I found him at his most charming and compelling mm-hmm. when he was talking to Crystal and sort of shutting her down and being a little bit firmer, but yeah. in a way that still felt sort of gentle and kind. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one time when it feels like his age actually yes. is reflected yes. in maturity, yeah. um, which often I'm not sure that it is. Yeah, so good but, job, Murray. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, we cut to his in the moment, and he's like, that fucking nerd. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so unclassy for him to come here. Um, and he feels like it's like a really big step to go from having broken up a year ago to proposing I will say I don't feel like it's any further of a step than going than, on three dates and proposing. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. know your mileage may vary. Yeah, um, and You're it's definitely. I mean, Ross shouldn't have come. Like obviously, no. Becca didn't want him there. He wasn't invited. He wasn't welcome. And also, if you've thought about someone every day for the last you year, you should tell them, and then yeah. you don't decide to tell them until you know they might be into someone else. Yeah, that's selfish as fuck. Yeah, yeah. and that and I felt like that's I did. Also, I did feel some empathy for him, but mostly I felt kind of pissed and bad for Becca because to be put in a situation with Mm -hmm. someone that the relationship had ended a year ago. She had made that decision. She had been clear that their relationship was not good for her and she was not getting what she wanted. To have someone show up there is a narrative that making the grand gesture is the thing to do and it's not necessarily a healthy narrative that yeah. we have. Yeah, it's a little reductive. Yeah, and it's funny that this ends up, it seems like he's enacting something from a movie. And it yeah, turns and out that, that she says that as if it's something she she knows about him. She believes knows. to be characteristic about yeah. him. It also is that kind of like, 
you know, the only time I'll make this grand gesture is when another man is about to Stealing mark my, my territory. Like, yeah, it does it felt, feel... It felt like that to me. My, very yeah. machismo, very, like, I, like my woman, not your woman. Yeah. Exactly. You know? It's and like, he what goes about to, a month ago? And, you know, I know production did this, but it's like, well, let me clear this with her keeper right. before yeah. I, I speak to her. Right, let me talk to the man of the house. I mean, yeah, that setup was terrible. I And I think it's very telling and probably a big part of what upset Becca was that she, you know, he'll make this big gesture to, to show how he feels and to kind of preen himself on that. But he won't make the daily effort. Little of, gestures, yeah. Yeah, of even like the medium gesture of being <laughs> the one to book a ticket back to see her, you yeah. know. And that could be a big gesture. You could Mm -hmm. you have a fight and break up. You can book a flight back home and like show up on her doorstep and be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a pretty big gesture to wait a year and then fly to Peru to prevent her from finding happiness with someone else. Right. Yeah. That just shows that you'll only make a big effort for her when it's sufficiently cinematic for you. Yeah. I thought that was so interesting how she said that it was he he thinks his life is a movie because I was like, this is straight up out of a movie. Yes. This is like the big airport scene where someone's running with flowers <laughs> and they're like, don't get on the plane. Oh, and those sad flowers. Oh, yeah. And he goes, here are your flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Throw well, them. He clearly thought that she would open the door and be like, oh my You're God, here to save me. Yeah, and instead she says, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she's like, what no, are you doing here? No, no. no. Yeah. All she, she won't keeps let saying him in. is no, don't come in my room. We can talk over here. Yeah. No. She just keeps saying no. That's a pretty good indication that like, you fucked up. Yeah, yeah. you're not wanted here. And she keeps saying like, I knew you were going to do this. This is so like you. Uh, you live your life in a movie. I think you think this is going to be like the notebook. Right. And he says, I do think that. <laughs> Dude, like, why would you yes, think that's that? Correct. After what she just said. Yeah, he was like, that's pretty much what I thought. Um, and he says, when I found out you were on the show, I hoped you wouldn't get picked, but you have a heart of gold and the soul of a saint. And I knew this guy was oh. going to pick you. Sorry, dude. You should have done Sorry, something earlier. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, this scene was so frustrating to me because I do love romantic movies, and I did like my heart does just instinctively go out to, to Ross grand gestures, and yeah, and to grand gestures, and to that feeling of losing someone that you always felt like you, things would work out for you in the end. Yeah. But that's not that's not real life. You also real life. have to look at why you're doing a grand gesture. Mm-hmm. Like what is that, what is the thing that's like propelling you? And in this case it was like someone stealing her. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Or like and look, I get where young men learn this. How many movies every can movie, we name every yeah. where the guy only decides to declare his love when his friend slash ex slash yeah. woman he grew up next to is about to, you know, walk down the aisle. Yeah. There's a new Netflix movie that that is literally the premise. He goes, the guy goes back in time. To stop the wedding. To stop the person that he never confessed his love to from falling in love with her fiance. I mean, what does the woman really gain in this? It's all, at the end of the day, it's all about the men. Yeah. And their needs. It's not actually about giving this woman the choice to choose the partner she wants to be with. Although, yeah. There was a part of me that, like, w- w- was a little bit, like, well, now Becca gets a choice. And I, before it was, yes. like, Ari gets a choice. But maybe she should get a choice no. between other people. It's not a good choice. <laughs> and I think that also that sets it up to be, like, well, Ross is the one who will commit to you, and Ari is choosing between several other people. She doesn't have to 
be with either of them. That's what I mean. So at the end of the day, she can go home, live her life, and meet someone who's actually right for her if it's not these bozos. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, your your storytelling mind is set up to interpret things this way of like, and now these are Becca's two choices. Which one is better? Pros and cons. And then I'm like, if I'm Becca, I probably don't want to end up with either of them and definitely not my ex who I finally got over. Who I already made the decision to not be with. Yeah. Yeah. And I know... Also, like, I was in an on-and-off relationship that was ping-ponged like that, where, like, I would be like, now I want to get back together, Mm -hmm. and then I would get over it, and then he'd be like, well, now I want to get back together. And it just sucked. Like, we were always miserable, because once you've gotten over it, the last thing you want to do is be told, now you can have the thing that you no longer want. Yeah, completely. I was like, don't tell me that. It also, like, takes, I feel like, it takes away the kind of, like, choosing the part. Like, there's so many, it's it's almost like settling or, like, just responding to these grand gestures as opposed to, like, two people making a choice to be with each other. It takes that away. It's exactly. almost just rewarding the fact that, like, someone, like, did something big, you know? Right. And it's like, what about, like, the choice that she made, like, every day to not be with you for the last year? And it really comes back to the time when these narratives were created was a time when women's only real option was to get married. Yeah. And so it really was. Who makes like, the bigger gesture? Yeah. Who who makes the better case for her? Like, yeah. who's your best option? Who's going to be more committed to you? Yeah. Like, who's going to support you better? Yeah. And now we live in a world where you don't have to Guess choose what? either guy. You can support yourself. You can yes. support yourself. You can decide what you actually yeah. need from a partner yeah. emotionally. Yeah. And even if you are with a partner, you have to choose that partner every day. Like being with... As Ari knows. As Ari knows. <laughs> but like you do have to make... That's a conscious choice that you can unmake at any time. You yeah. know? I also want to say Becca... Um, posted something on her Instagram story. She said, to those praising the hot, quote, hot, I stand by my decision to not accept an unhealthy relationship back in my life. I will never doubt or question that. And then says, take a minute to think about how you'd want your best friend, daughter, sister, cousin, aunt, et cetera, to be treated and understand that those qualities weren't always exemplified. So, yeah, good Good for her. Good for her. She didn't want that relationship. That relationship was not healthy. I can also imagine how, like, if someone who hasn't treated you well then tries to be this hero on TV, yeah. how annoyed, like, that would make, like, how frustrating yes. that would be of, like, you're, like, the, the you know, knight in shining art. You're trying to have this, like. And I'm sure people are tweeting at her last night, like, you're an idiot. Yeah. He was well, there for you. That's what I find crazy is, like, as much as my instinctive reaction to the the Ross move is to feel sympathy for him. Yeah, and of course. To and that's be, like, fine. How, but, like, to to not, you have to take a step back and be like, it's manipulative. It's manipulative, and it's not behavior we should be encouraging, even if yeah. instinctively we it's feel fun. positively <laughs> toward it, right? And also, just the idea that Becca is obligated to do anything because you saw like two minutes of some dude on TV and yeah. you liked it. She yeah. might have a little bit more information she has about seven him. Seven years yes. more information yes. than you do. Yeah, um, that's crazy to me, um, and. So they have this really long, awkward conversation in which she's just like, please leave. And he's like, I sort of thought you would just agree that we should be together. And she's like, nope. And so he just he finally leaves. Um, And Becca is now uh, very concerned that this has tainted the the whole situation. She finds out he mentions that he talked to the, the guy. guy. I loved that. And she's like, wait, you talked to what Ari? Do you mean the guy. You definitely do get a sense of 
that relationship dynamic where she's used to gleaning information from the yeah. kinds of comments he makes. <laughs> what like, are you talking about? The guy? Yeah. Oh, the guy. That could have meant anything. And yeah. she was like, oh, you mean, you mean our, oh, you mean oh, the yeah. guy. <laughs> And yeah. she's so pissed. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, what we had was unhealthy for so damn long, which was another <laughs> instance. So anyway, um, so then she wants to go talk to Ari and she just keeps apologizing and saying she feels sick. And he actually starts to say something in response and then he stops and says, I'll let you talk. <laughs> I love it when he does that. Um, and she says she just doesn't want their beautiful date and their relationship to be tainted, and she's sure about how she feels. And but it feels like he was shaken. He was. he was, which now I'm kind of like, why? Why would that taint his? I guess because like he's he's maybe wondering if she will choose. I think he's very him. insecure about someone not, not choosing, choosing him, him back, yeah. and it also feels like, and he but says he this in his in the moment, right? That might be a point, well, Rebecca. That's. That's the thing. That's why it's sort of odd. On the one hand, he's nervous that she won't choose him. He's nervous that this will continue to be an issue that comes up in their relationship afterwards. But I also sort of feel like this might have worked for him because there was this relationship that was so calm, had no drama in it. Yeah. And he seemed bored. And now he's thinking about it. Now now, he's cycling. Yeah, exactly. It's giving him that rush. Right. He's like, ooh, (laughs) withholding. Yeah. And he's telling a little story to himself about it, too. She's just chosen him over this guy. Yeah. Which is, so, yeah, she has that sense of maybe being more unobtainable because other guys want her. But she still is choosing him, which gives him the ego boost. Mm -hmm. But but he's telling himself this little story of, like, well, I don't know what happens in a seven-year-long relationship. I don't know how to compare that to ours. And I know he was a big part of your life. And so he's building up this competition now mentally in between. his mind. Yeah. So it's kind of giving him a little like a little, a little and from drama. her perspective. Yeah. She's Charge. like, I broke up with this guy a year ago. Yeah. I've put that chapter of my life to bed. I feel good about us. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see how this so plays out. So now he has two like dramas in his mind. Yeah. These two and ladies. then there's yeah. Kendall. Oh, and Kendall. Um, and we right. have, by this sorry, point, girl. I forgot Kendall was still there. I did too. Well, it's time for the rose ceremony. Um and we see Becca, Lauren, and Kendall show up. They're doing the rose ceremony on a cobblestone courtyard, which is real bad for their heels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At one point, oh, yeah. Lauren even says, it's really hard to walk on this. Yeah. Which is, that's real. It's it felt, it was like the real. girl teetering on heels in the meatpacking district. Yeah, also, it's like, so hard. It's so hard. It's tethered behind Ari that just keeps whinnying. <laughs> Yeah, um, what was that horse it's a mood doing horse. there? Yeah, a mood horse. I was like, and there's a random horse in the background. It's very my mood. Mm-hmm. Um, and... <laughs> I loved Becca's dress. Loved it was Becca's dress. So beautiful. So much. It was gorgeous. There Everyone was a lot of good fashion went, happening. A lot of yes. good fashion. That almost looked like a dress you wear the last episode. Like it was so. But they get, they get styled. They get styled then. Like so she dress. probably was like breaking this out. That, yeah, she was like, we're yeah. going for broke. It was gorgeous. She looked stunning. So beautiful. She if looked stunning. If I got married again, I would wear, that, wear dress. that dress. It, it looked it looked very wedding. It was kind of like yeah. pink too. It was like yeah. pink blush. It was like a really blush. like a pinky off white. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, okay. it was beautiful. Um, so Ari says that after this week, he is in love, and he knows. And I imagine just both Beck and Lauren being like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with me, I'm getting chosen." I was like, "Y'all yeah. don't even know. Like, you don't even know." <laughs> 
<laughs> and he says he knows this will end in a proposal. And then he pulls Kendall aside again. For the second time. And Lauren says, I'm going to throw up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ari pulls Kendall aside, sits her down, and says, I've been thinking a lot about us and our relationship, and I don't think we can get there. Mm-hmm. And she says she knows they weren't in the same place as everyone else. And she says, I love being around you. And Ari says, I'm going to miss that. <laughs> he says, I'm going to miss that. He says, I'm going to miss that. He says, I know. That was my favorite I'm going to miss that. I know. Um, I was glad that he pulled her aside before having to go yeah. through the whole rose ceremony. Yeah, though. I think yeah. that was At least the he right didn't thing. like humili- like extra humility. Right, in her. front of anyone else. Yeah. They got to have their private conversation. And I thought that was better. And she so understand. Like, she was so, she took it she so well. She was so gracious. Yeah. She, I, she, I really like her. I Me think too. I would really like wonderful. to hang out with her. I would like to hang out with her. She's just, she's sweet. She's perceptive. She never seems that surprised with anything. She's very self-aware too, yeah. which I like. Yeah. I actually would love her as the Bachelorette, but I don't know if it's the right setting for her. Yeah. Um, she would definitely be more fun to watch, probably, yeah. than Becca or Lauren. Yeah. Or even, I mean, or Tia. Tia. I feel like it's going to be Tia. Tia. I feel like Tia is not going to be as much fun as I'd hope, but, um, yeah. we'll, but we'll see. That's <laughs> my friend calls her. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and meanwhile, uh, Ari is giving the roses to... Becca and Why Lauren. don't they even give out the roses? At they always give out the roses. I know, but it just felt. Who's it going to be? Usually, because they, the idea is you still have to accept, accept it. Accept it. That's true. It gives mm-hmm. them the choice. But you usually get to see the lead come back and say, hey, guys, that was really hard. I had to let yeah. Kendall go. There was. Was there was no explanation. Them. It was just them like, I have to assume. Ha, ha, ha. That I wonder if he didn't even say I, I know. I'm sure that or it happened. Or maybe he just handed felt, them a rose. It felt very <laughs> dissonant. I, I, I definitely think that he said something, but it just felt very dissonant to cut right. And then they were doing that spliced up with they Kendall's it, yeah. Yeah. And then them, interview. Like, ho- like hobbling across the, the cobblestones. and hobbling. <laughs> it was like, did yeah. we miss something? Yeah, and then them watching the sunset together. They I was like, that is so awkward. Like, so these ladies do not know. It reminded know. me of the JoJo, Lauren, Ben cheers after he told both of them that he loved yeah, them. they're both yeah. like oblivious. They're like, it's me. Another one's like, it's definitely me. <laughs> so awkward for her being on this date between me and my future fiance. <laughs> no, I know. I am, can I, can I say what I think is going to happen that I'm scared of? No. I'm so scared. Okay, never mind. I'm, I'm gonna keep it say, to myself. Say it after. Say it after. Say it we after. don't want to. We don't want to like taint anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. okay, just like Ross tainted this <laughs> evening for Rebecca. <laughs> True. Um, and that's pretty much that's pretty much a wrap. Ari tells our Lauren tells Ari in front of Becca. I'm excited to meet your family. I feel like I already know them. Oh, and I was like, no. chill. Lauren. Also, how? Yeah. When did you When did you talk about his family? Yeah, because you've never spoken. Yeah. Ever. They, I don't know. The he whole was like, night, I have family. And she was like, I cool. love them. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I know them. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. For credits, we get some more of Kendall sandboarding. and uh, Which looked really fun. A, a beautiful send-off to Kendall. It did yeah. look fun. And she will be missed. Next week, two-night finale. It's Hope two nights? Two nights. Yes. Apparently, oh they've added a Tuesday night element. Oh, my gosh. I'm yeah. not sure what that program programming is going to be. Like, if there's going to be an hour extra programming, and then the live show will be Tuesday night, or if they're breaking that up into two segments. Yeah. How? Yeah. What, what? I guess we'll see. Could possibly take that long. 
We're just going to have to see that unfold. Oh, my gosh. R.I.P. <laughs> our oh no. time. Yeah. With Ari. I will say. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> After this past week, we have watched 11 hours of Bachelor content. I'm so unhappy. I am, like, I look ahead and I'm like, I have every night this week open. <laughs> I'm going to go out. I'm going to read books. Yeah. There's Emma's so book, much. maybe. I'm definitely going to read Emma's book. Yeah. So Thanks, excited. guys. Big week for us. <laughs> um, yeah. it's They've they've really take, encroached on so much of my life that now I'm just grateful. For all the time. For all the time yeah. that I'm left with. Yeah. Um, but last night was a pretty solid episode. I'm excited for the finale. And apparently it's going to be a doozy. I don't know if you the saw The most this, but dramatic finale ever. ever. And I actually kind of believe Chris Harrison I this do time. I do, too. I believe him. I, believe I mean, him. it's been pretty dramatic in the past, but I'm sure, I think it will be on the dramatic side. Yes. Um, you might not have seen this because it was on Women Tell All, but yeah. Caroline... I heard. ...tells Ari, I, I know, know what you I did. I know what you did. And I guess last summer. next week... We will know what he did as well. Oh, we'll know. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, gosh. Can't wait. I'm nervous. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, Gender equality is straight up dead. We're going to focus on one big feminism fail this week because it took up pretty much 50% of the episode. Ross coming to Peru to follow Becca without her consent. Um, We might feel for Ross. I certainly did. Uh, Rom-coms may promote this kind of behavior. We know where people like Ross learn it. But it's really important that we stop valorizing it and treat it like it's a, a romantic, desirable thing. Um, it encourages, like, ignoring women's boundaries. It romanticizes proto-stalking. Ish. It's- <laughs> yeah. It, it's just not good. We're going to give it a five. We're tired of this narrative. It's incredibly damaging. Just don't do it. Respect when someone says they are no longer satisfied with the relationship that you have with them. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Vela Lavelle, and our producer, Nick Offenberg. And before we go, we have a South by Southwest panel coming up on Saturday, March 10th at 5 p.m. Unfortunately, only badge holders to the festival will be able to get into the event, but we will have the live stream on TuneIn. And you also um, will be able to listen to it later. We will have it up as a podcast at some point. So um, never fear. You, you will be able to hear the live show. Yes. Don't be afraid. Um, and if you have any questions you'd like us to try to address during the Q&A, uh, send them to us at our email, here to make friends at HuffPost.com. Uh, And in the meantime, why don't you find Here to Make Friends on Apple Podcasts? You can subscribe and give us a rating. We really appreciate it. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find us both on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. Or, of course, as Claire said earlier, you can send us an email at heretomakefriends at huffpost.com. Thanks for listening and for supporting Emma's book. We'll be back next week to talk about the big finale. Two episodes worth.
Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.